What if you could pinpoint these key concepts that you could teach your child, that you could layer into the conversations as you're getting ready in the morning, as you're driving to school, driving to sports? What kind of impact could that have on the life of your child long-term? When instead of listening to everything everyone has to say around them, they knew what God's Word said of who God is, how would that change things? Welcome to our Snapshot series, where we are going to be taking these core ideas of who God is, different attributes of God, and we're going to be learning them in a way that we can speak them into the lives of our children, both now and every day moving forward for the rest of our lives. God is righteous. The righteousness of God is an attribute we want to be tilling into the soil around our child's heart. The righteousness of God is the way that he acts always in accord with his character, always aligned with his holiness. Now, the confusing thing for us as people is that we see righteousness and we measure it against a standard. So when we're talking with our children, we want to help them understand that the way we see righteousness as people is we're measuring it against this this measurement of goodness, right? This measurement of walking well. But God is fully righteous, meaning that there is not an external standard, but instead he sets the standard. There's a quote I love by A.W. Tozier, who was a, a writer back in the early 1900s, but he wrote, the truth is that there is not and never can be anything outside of the nature of God, which can move him in the least degree. You see, God is fully righteous. So therefore he simply acts like himself. He's not influenced by meeting a standard or hitting a mark. And because he is fully righteous, he shows us the way to walk. He calls us to righteous living. Jesus calls us to righteous living. We see that in Matthew 5, 20, where he is essence, he's talking to the Pharisees and he's like, I'm going to tell you, unless your righteousness exceeds that of all these people right here, and he points out the scribes and the Pharisees, you won't enter, enter the kingdom of heaven. And everybody's standing there new oh my goodness, I, I cannot meet or, met or hit their mark of excellence as a Pharisee. I'm just a common Jew, and I am making mistakes all the time. And Jesus is calling us to a righteous living that clearly we cannot meet. Why? Because His righteousness will be imparted to us because of His death on the cross, right? This is this gospel conversation. Why do we want to talk about the fact that God is righteous? Because God gives us his righteousness through Jesus Christ. So it's important that we understand God will forever and fully act from a righteous standpoint. And we can trust that because that same righteousness has been offered to us through Jesus. First John 2 1 says, We have an advocate with the Father, 
meaning somebody who stands up on our behalf, makes argument for us on our behalf. And you know who that is? It's Jesus Christ, the righteous. You see, our need for salvation hangs on the fact that we need righteousness. And only Jesus offers righteousness. Romans 3.22 says, The righteousness of God through faith in Jesus Christ is for all who believe. Jesus saves all of us who call on him. Why? Because he is righteous and he imparts his righteousness to us. And we can count not on our own righteousness, not on how we measure up to the standards like the scribes and Pharisees were. That's what Jesus was saying. He says, you know, you can be as righteous as these scribes and Pharisees and you're not going to be righteous enough. But our performance, that's not what's needed in the gospel. The question our children struggle with when we work into the soil of their hearts is, can I be righteous when, especially when I keep sinning in the same way? I will never forget when one of my little guys was little and it was like every day, all day, we were dealing with this same issue with him to the point that his eyes got just full of tears because he was he knew enough and he didn't want to be dealing with this sin yet again and yet here we were back in the bathroom having the same conversation and he goes I'll never be good enough the beauty of that comment is that opens the door and you can say right there you know you're right you'll never be good enough in fact being good enough is this concept that God calls being righteous being right in God's sight, and you will never be right in God's sight apart from Jesus, the righteous one who came for you because he is fully righteous and he gives all of his righteousness to you. When? When you repent and you recognize your need for Jesus and your need to be saved. You see, this is how gospel conversations unpack in the midst of discipline. Don't ever negate or get frustrated with the discipline moments, mama, because it's in those spaces when they get sick of their sin that they see their need. When we can no longer make the argument that we're good enough or better than someone else. But when we come face to face with the fact that our own performance negates righteousness, when we can get sick of our own sinning, that's, that's when that soil becomes tender, becomes ready for you to go, you know, God is righteous and he wants to make you right in his sight and he wants to impart his righteousness through, to you and he did that through Jesus. Jesus is righteous. That is our hope. And he gives that righteousness to us and he calls us righteous. And he sees us as righteous because of what he did for us. Thanks for joining me today on Snapshots of Who God Is. Make sure you get on the newsletter so that you get not just today's truth, but the truths for this entire week. We send them out on a weekly basis so that you have them where you can keep them in front of you, keep them in your Bible, where you can learn them both for yourself and for your child.